Hello and welcome to the Lime and Wolf podcast. I am Raceland, your host, and what's going on, buddy? It's Nate. Indeed it is. I kind of uh, messed that up in the beginning, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, not <laughs> much is going on. Just doing this podcast and still trying to beat Kingdoms of Amalar. Man, you're never going to get that done, are you? Uh, probably not <laughs> due to a very bad saving system I told you just Steam. move on to another game never <laughs> keep going I beat it. but on today's podcast we're going to be talking about the top 10 movie series now what i mean by movie series is there's one rule that i have for this and it has to have more than three movies so yes. something like i was gonna say, i always go like my automatic like example is the matrix because it's been a trilogy for like 20 years and then I'm like, it's not a trilogy anymore. But yeah. Unless you count the uh, Animatrix. Uh, nobody counts that. I do. No. Uh, so yeah, it has to have more than three movies. So trilogies do not count. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess just jump right into the podcast. I got nothing else to say. It's pretty simple rules. Yep. And uh, we're going to have you go first, Nate. What is your number All 10? Right. My number 10 is the Star Trek movies. Okay. I know a lot of fans are going to be happy about hearing that. Yes. Uh, so, I was introduced to Star Trek with uh, Next Generation, uh, Jean-Luc Picard as captain. So, watching the movies were kind of my introduction to the older crew, actually, with like Spock and Kirk. Um, now, are there a lot then, of movies? I didn't think there was a lot of Star Trek movies. I thought it was just all oh, the shows. there's like, I think at least ten movies. Oh, okay. Uh, they're they're not all amazing quality. Um, they're a lot simpler back in the day, but like one is literally them needing to go back in time to I think the seventies to get the call of a whale to prevent <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> impending doom from an alien species. Normal uh, Star Trek stuff. Yeah. So it. But one of the things I liked about them is that it kept the vibe of the older show for the movies. And then as they went on, it then transitioned into the next generation crew by even doing a movie where it like cameoed Kirk. Like they explained where Kirk went and everything. Okay. Uh, and then from that point on, it's the next generation crew that is in the movies instead. So it's a full on, it's almost like an MCU style thing where you have the old crew doing like the first five or six movies. And then after they'll do like a, the crossover movie. And then from that point on, it's the next generation movie, just continuing the storyline of Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, the only Star Trek movies I've seen are the new remakes with Chris Pine in it. Mm -hmm. I like those. Which are really good. I yeah, think I they're like great, but old Star Trek, like, man, I, I'm, and, not, I'm just not interested in that kind of stuff. It, it's very slow to me. And honestly, you can even count those movies with this because that is Spock. Like, it is literally, like, they did a reboot. That is a continuation of this original storyline. It's like a it's soft reboot. Spock. Well, it's not even like it's not even an actual reboot. It's just a continuation of the movies 
by having their Spock go back in time and be introduced to the new alternate timeline. So it's basically just like a the Loki show. Man, so much MCU happening in, in Star Trek. Yeah, uh, Star Trek did it before MCU. How dare you? So that is my number 10. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Star Trek. I love the setting, love just the general vibe going on. A One of the few super futuristic uh, societies of mankind that is not dystopian. And it's actually <laughs> like a utopian kind of thing. That's boring. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they make it not boring because shit still happens. And they show that just because you're all about peace does not mean everyone around you is all about peace yeah i know my mom growing up was like a huge star trek fan and she tried so hard to get me into star trek as a kid and i was just like oh man but star wars is right over there and i did that instead honestly like the thing that really got me into like really liking star trek is i've always been a fan of philosophy uh, and they delve into serious matters that, like, happen in real life, just futuristic style, and the tech. Like, the tech of Star Trek is amazing. And in my opinion, leagues beyond Star Wars. Uh, like, Star Wars has the lightsaber. Yeah, that's why, but, that's why but, I like Star Wars as a kid better, because I was like, look at the flashy lightsabers and all the action. Star yeah, Trek like, was Star a lot Wars... of like, Star Trek was a lot of just like sitting around talking about politics and doing well, some no. stuff on a planet. Like, Star Trek does have a lot of action in it. Does uh, it though? It does actually. Like, so they there's even a joke like if you're wearing a specific colored suit, you're going to die, um, because that's the suit of the extra that dies in that episode. Um, and like I will say, Star Wars has weapons beat in my opinion. Um, but Star Trek has everything else tech-wise beat. Like, yeah, replicators, I know holodeck. Like, I know those two main ones are, like, amazing. I know Star Trek, uh, a lot of modern technology is based off the stuff they made up in the shows. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's an inspiration. Yeah, I can see why it's on your list. I'm surprised it's number 10. I thought it'd be a lot higher, to be honest. Well, like I said, uh, not all of the movies are, like, super, like, exciting. Uh, I still enjoy them because I like the characters and I like the adventures. Because I'm a but, fan. Like, but, like, I even I can say, like, not all of the movies are super exciting. Um, and also, the... Like, I am a much bigger fan of the Next Generation movies. So, and a good chunk of them are the older Star Trek movies. So, If they can make more Star Trek movies like with the Chris Pine ones where it's action-packed, I'll get into Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, I'm completely down with them doing that. Um, even though one of my favorite, like, characters and or actors died Yeah, in that, so... Oh, that's a good pick for you. Like I said, I'm just shocked it's a lot lower than I expected. The others are basically a lot more action-packed. Makes sense. So, 
What's your number 10? All right, my number 10 is the franchise American Pie. The American Pie franchise. You know, the, the kids of the 90s and the early 2000s know exactly what this is. The raunchy, it's basically, it's our generation's raunchy porkies. Yes, uh, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a very good. That's, it's our por- it's our porkies, basically. Yeah. Uh, it is um, hilarious. Oh, my God, all these movies are just, I don't think there's a single movie that I don't, that I actually don't like. The only one that I could think of, Book of Love, which was like, 2015 or 16 or whatever that one wasn't the best and then there's a new one that i haven't seen there's only one i haven't seen and it's the newest one where it's like all females Girls i don't even rules yeah that's it. i was like i don't even remember what's called i haven't seen that that one I, I think i grew out of american pie to be honest like if i watched it now i don't think i'd enjoy it but like going okay. back and rewatching them it's like hey you know this is me re- reliving my teenage years so um I was also a pretty big fan of American Pie movies. Um, I did not watch Book of Love or Girls Rules. Book of Love, like I said, movies. it's 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 really not that important, honestly. I think those are the only two I haven't seen, unless there were more in between those two. I don't think um, so. I think those were the last two. And then, yeah, I one of the things I liked about American Pie is that it kind of shows, like, you have the teenage antics and whatnot of the first couple of movies, but then it starts to be like, okay, so these these people are growing up. Yeah. Like, they're having to face adult life. Like, um, I, I really enjoyed American Reunion, bringing back the original cast from the first three movies and seeing them yeah. as an adult. That was actually really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, but also showing, like, yeah, they're adults, but they're still the dumbasses that you know and love. Right. Uh, and, of course, Stifler is everybody's, like, favorite character, to be honest. Uh, no, Stifler is not my favorite character. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Stifler is, like, probably my least favorite character. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, But I will say Stifler's little brother from Bandcamp. Yeah. He was a cool character. He was. I'm surprised your favorite Stifler isn't from Naked Mile. The one that he, was like, I want to be, I don't want to be a Stifler. Yeah, like, I do like, he's a he's a good guy. But the fact that Stifler's little brother grew up with Stifler, like, practically idolized Stifler, but then in his movie basically had a character arc and grew out exactly. of that. I was so that bummed. That is what made him the better Stifler, in my opinion. I was so bummed that he only lasted one movie. They never brought yeah. him back. They, the guy, so St- the OG Stifler, Steven Stifler, was in four American Pie movies. He's in the first trilogy, American Pie one, two, and then Wedding, and then the Reunion. He came back. Yes. Then the Naked Mile Stifler. I think his name was Eric Stifler. He the, was uh, in cousin of Stifler. Yeah, I think he was in three movies he was in naked mile he was in beta house was there another movie after that or was that would that be book of would that be book of love next i think it was book of love was next okay so he's only in two but still he came back for a sequel because everybody liked this character because he was the stifler that didn't want to be a stifler yeah and um, then then, but the the band can't stifler has got left in the dust they're like oh his story's done we don't need to go expand on that anymore i mean it kind of understand 
where they were coming from because once he decided like oh maybe my brother is not like a god um he started kind of being the gem of his universe and we've already seen Jim's progression throughout the the american pie movies yeah, yeah, I can see it. It just kind of bummed me out because it's like I wanted to see, or at least ex- like do a flashback or something in the later movies explaining like, oh yeah, that Stifler, he's now married with kids and you know married to that band camp girl. Like I wanted yeah, some think, kind of closure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think one of the reasons why I like band camp so much is because it kind of felt like a combination between the original American Pie movies and Revenge of the Nerds. I can see that. Um, Man, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh man, if you look, if you watch that now, looking back, it's like that is such a messed up movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I do absolutely love the Revenge of the Nerd. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerd movies, all of them. Though they did get re- like they weren't great. No, they're uh, not great. After well, like the first one and two, I still think are pretty good. After that. I could tell the quality dropped. Like, to me, the quality dropped pretty big. I still like them, simply again, because I like the characters. But that's also kind of the reasons why I'm not a big, like, why they are not on this list. Because after 1 and 2, I really feel like they just lost focus and started going a little crazy. All right, So, so back to American Pie, though. American Pie. What would you say, out of all the movies, is your favorite American Pie movie? Mm-hmm. I, was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I know the two that you're torn up in between. It's got to be oh, yeah. Band Camp and the first one, right? Yeah. Well, no, not the first one. Oh, uh, really? I was actually thinking Band Camp or Wedding. What was the second one about? I'm drawing a blank on what the story was there. The, so the first one is them trying to... Uh, Oh, wait, what was... Yeah, the first one was literally them just trying to get laid. That was the whole point of the whole movie. Yeah. The second one was... Wasn't the second one where they go to the beach house? Yes, that's it. It was the beach house with Stifler's mom and everything. Yeah, I'm merging the first and the second one. Yeah, I knew that too. I'm like, no, that's not not right. That's right. Because the second one is where we get to meet Stifler's little brother. Right, right, with the lesbian scene and the walkie-talkie. played by the actor who played Reese from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, never saw that show. But um, Amazing show. I, so out of, out of all of them, which one's your favorite? Um, I'll just say Bandcamp. Bandcamp? That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, For me, I'm torn between the original OG and honestly Beta House. I don't know why, but Beta House was so funny when I was a teenager. Beta House is my least favorite. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Beta House was so... I don't know why. I don't... Nick and Mile was really funny, but Beta House was really, really funny when I was a teenager. One particular scene. Is it the sheep? No. The uh, Russian roulette scene. (laughs) That was hilarious when I was a teenager, dude. I I gagged the fuck. I was like, Uh, no. Nope. (laughs) That's a big nope on my part. Dude, that movie that movie was so stupid. Like, I can't even defend it. It was such a stupid movie. But it was so damn funny when I was like I was like 16, 17 when that movie came out, and I was dying because I was such an immature little crap back then. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, funny. 
We're both pretty immature. Still. Yeah, but you know, teenage teenagers are a lot more immature than adults who are immature. Yeah, I I can see that. But yeah, that's my that's my number ten as American Pie, just because it has a lot of nostalgia of me watching these when I was a teenager and loving all the raunchiness and stuff. So yeah, that's my number ten. Okay. What's your number nine? My number nine is the Bourne series. Ooh. I almost had that as an honorable mention. Uh, so this is actually, um, I wasn't, when I first watched the Born Identity, at, actually I think it might have been Born Supremacy. We watched it in my high school. Uh, it was, I think, during my senior year. The movie had already been out for a while. And that was when I started actually liking the movie. Um, the other times I just kind of, like, I watched it, but I didn't actually watch it. I, just, I was mainly on my phone, not paying attention. How uh, dare you? Yeah. My dad loves these movies. And They're good so movies. Kinda, yeah. So I just kind of didn't give them much attention. When I actually did, though, I was like, man, I'm, I'm a fool. How dare I sleep on this I'm a great fool. Series. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, man. Uh these are actually a really fun series. Um, I will say, it does not to pay. It does not pay to be Jason Bourne's woman in no. any of these movies. No. Uh, like the moment he starts to have feelings for anyone, Dead. they die, uh, <laughs> and that is just incredibly sad to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like these movies. They're pretty good, really action packed, and I love the one of my favorite like styles of action is when you improvise and can use pretty much your environment as your weapon. Jackie Chan style. And, yeah, and Jason Bourne does that amazingly. So which one out of the four is your favorite? Uh, Probably the last one, Jason Bourne. Because wait, wait, wait. The, 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 the one that does not have Jason Bourne in it? No, that is Bourne Legacy. Okay, so there's Bourne the, Identity, there's Bourne Supremacy... There's Born Ultimatum, and then there's Born Legacy. And then there's Jason Bourne. There's a fifth movie? Yes, came out in 2016. I've never seen that movie. I didn't even know that existed. Jason Bourne is basically, we now know all of the story. Oh, and it, we I need to get watch to that. see him as him. Like, he, he now has all of his memories and everything. Holy crap, I've never seen that movie. I need to watch that. I thought the last Bourne movie was the Bourne Supremacy that didn't have Jason Bourne, and I didn't, I didn't like Legacy. that movie. Yeah, I don't like Legacy. That was not a very good movie. In I liked opinion. Legacy. Um, I do think it suffered from not having Bourne in it. But also, I understand. Like, they were trying to spread out and be like, hey, like we've mentioned all of these programs that Bourne has uncovered and everything, and they... I think they did a pretty good job being like, yeah, and this is one of the surviving members of one of those other programs. Like, Bourne is not the only one out there that has these skills. Yeah, we I force these skills onto others. I get the premise of it. I just, I don't know. I think I was starting to get to a point where I didn't care about the franchise anymore because it's like yeah. Ultimatum ended really good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, there's the trilogy. Done. And then they made a fourth one, and I, I tried to watch it, and I was like, man, this is stupid. <laughs> Plus, I really like Jeremy Renner. 
So was it Jeremy Renner? Was was the new guy? Yeah, he was. I the didn't new know that. I don't, I, dude, I haven't. I saw it one time, half-assed watched it. I think a second screened it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I barely remember that movie. Yep, he was uh, something cross, like his Chris name Cross, was something cross. Chris, no. I, <laughs> I'm just I'll look it up. I, I would say bet- I would say between the three though, the original trilogy, I would say one and three are like almost tied. They're really good. Supremacy uh, Supremacy is okay. It was a very so, Supremacy to me was a very middle movie. Like it suffered like, from being the middle movie. Again, uh so out of the original trilogy, Supremacy is gonna be my favorite. Because Hilarious. it has like some of my favorite moments are when he's just like, "Yeah, I'm watching you," and they're like, "Oh shit, he where is he? Like he has eyes on us. He just pointed something out, and he's I mean, just yeah. like across the street. Like they don't like." It's a good obviously. movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just I don't know. I like the story of the first one really good because obviously he's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. By the third one, Ultimatum, he has a grip of what's happening and he's trying yeah. to finish it up. Supremacy to me was just it was a good movie. It's just like I said, suffered from being the middle movie. It just it, And I think that's it, I don't know, I just I can't explain it any better than it just feels I think like a that middle is movie. Why I like it so much is because so the first one, he's still grasping who he is. And the second one, he doesn't like he cares who he is, but it's not about who he is at that point. It's about him getting revenge and justice for the woman that he loves and who died. Uh, and he just like he goes ham on them. He's like, "You fucked up. Yeah. I told you to leave me alone. Now I'm going to show you why." And he even like they bring in the other agents of the uh, program that they he's a part of, and he's just taking them all out. <laughs> like, yeah, it, I haven't seen it was these. A great movie. I haven't seen these movies since I was a teen, and I think I need to give them a rewatch. To be honest. Oh yeah, I've. I think I watched these last year again. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, them so long. Again, my dad really likes these movies, so he's always up to watching them. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a good pick. I, I agree with this one, Nate. Yep. Cool. There, my next one, I feel like you are definitely not going to agree with. I can't wait. So my number nine, I don't think is even going to be close on your list. Um, okay. And that is the Resident Evil franchise. Nope. Not even a blip on my radar. So... I agree with you, uh, like, of why you would say that. I don't like the video games. I am not a fan at all. I actually don't at all like the video games. Like, I have no interest in playing them. But I love the Mm -hmm. movies. (laughs) It's it's, it's so random, right? (laughs) Because the movies and the video games are completely different. I like the movies, too. It's... The reason I wouldn't put this on my list is simply because, like, the first couple of movies I liked okay. It's when they started being, like, clone after clone after clone after clone. Like, oh, man. (laughs) Like, I love me some cloning tech, but I feel like they didn't explain it very well. No, they didn't, but that's okay. I st- uh, you're gonna find out a lot of these movies on my list are gonna be nostalgia filled. Yeah. Like again, I watched Resident Evil as a teenager and I freaking loved it. Like this was before I even knew Resident Evil was a video game. I had no idea Resident Evil was a video game until about like the third movie, 
And I was a dude. I was I was oblivious to it. I didn't care about that stuff. And I was just over here. I was over here watching the movie. Yeah, I never had a tie to tell me about Resident Evil. I I I uh, I was watching the movies. I was loving them. I'm like, oh, dude, what what's her name? Uh, The actress of um, um, Mia Jovovich. Yeah, her. I thought her character was awesome. Then turns out, yeah. oh, she doesn't exist in the video games. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then they tried introducing characters from the video games. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's Leon or whatever his name is, and everybody's like, no, that's not him. <laughs> was Leon in? The- oh yeah, he was. He's in the second one, I think. Yeah, I. Yeah, I was thinking of Chris Redfield in the movies. I don't even know who that is. I don't remember, but um. All I know is I love these movies. I thought they were great. I enjoyed the whole, like, Alice's ability to d- destroy everything, <laughs> honestly. It started out with, like, Alice being, like, she's a badass, you know, agent chick, taking all these zombies out with guns and stuff, and she's so badass. And then it, like, evolved into her having powers and superpowers and stuff, and then she became clones, and... Yeah, it, it, it got crazy. It got very crazy at the end. But I've seen yeah. them all. I've seen all of them at least two times. I love them all. And I know they're not the greatest movie. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of the later movies have like 35% or something. It's crazy, but I don't care. I enjoy them. Yeah, no, I I can understand that. Uh, Lots of mindless action. In that field. Yeah, a lot of mindless action. Yeah. And it, what you're saying about the cloning really bummed me out too on some of them. Because there's one... I don't remember which one it was, but there's one of them where it's like the movie was ending and I was like, oh shit, how is Alice going to defeat this? What is going to happen to Alice? And I was so looking at it and it ended on a cliffhanger and I'm like, oh dude, I can't wait to see where it's going to go from here. And the next movie is like Alice, no memories of anything and she's in a completely different like part of the the continent and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? What, where, what, what happened to Alice? And this is before I understood that it was all cloning stuff because I was like, you know, 17 years old, 16, 17, whatever. And so I, I had to like look it up and they're like, oh, that's a clone. I'm like, what? What? I wanted to know the ending of that story. Yeah, it yeah. bumped me out. But that, oh well. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number nine. That's Resident Evil. All right. From an action standpoint, I agree. Yeah. Uh, that's the, like that's that the main thing is I love the action. Yeah. They were. They were very good action and colorful darkness. And Nate, that first movie with that uh, that laser beam scene when it like oh, yeah, cuts everything cool. in pieces. Mm-hmm. Slice and dice. Crazy. Crazy. All right, what is your number nine? Uh, my number eight. Oh, number eight. My bad. Uh, is the Step Up franchise. Really? The yep. dancing movie franchise. Yes, I absolutely like. I love these movies. Um, How many movies are there? Uh, all so the ones I've seen, there are five of. I think there was another one that came out uh, a couple years ago, but I'm not sure. Uh, and then I think there was a TV series that I didn't watch. Oh, so. that just sounds so good. Um, I love these movies. I love that each movie. At least the ones that I watched. Again, I don't know if the newest one was connected, but all of them are connected. Uh, so it goes from the main character for the first one, 
being the dancer and then he goes on and a friend of his is the main character and then the next one a friend of hers is the main character and then a friend of his is like it just like we've passed the torch on each one until finally you get like all of them coming together in the last one i saw which was step up all in um and it just uh, i just really like those movies Every time uh, I hear of a dancing movie, I just think of that like high school musical. Gotta get your head in the game. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, like, I did like High School Musical too, but it's Step Up. I first off, one of the reasons I like Step Up is I'm again a big friend, a fan of friendship and whatnot, and these movies really lean into we like you don't pick your uh family but you can pick your friends family. and your friends are your true family like they are the ones who will stick by you because you've chosen wisely okay dominic Toretto, we get it family yeah family uh and man some of the now that i think about it, some of these do have like an aesthetic feel of a fast <laughs> and furious movie uh they're gonna be dancing on top of cars instead of being in the cars yeah exactly <laughs> um actually there is one of the movies starts out where they're like dancing in the middle of a traffic jam. I think I've only seen one of them. Which one was there? There was one movie where the, like the intro of the movie is like they're doing a like a a surprise dance thing on a subway train. I, so the a surprise dancing is a flash mob. Yeah, flash mob. There's a flash mob on a subway train. I'm not sure. I want to say it's two, maybe. Might I have been. I've only seen one of these movies, and I watched that, and I was like, "Okay, that was a movie." <laughs> uh, so another reason is again, I'm also a really big romantic guy. Oh, we all know. Everybody Love hasn't figured romance. out who you are on this podcast by now. Love romance in these movies or in movies in general, and these movies generally go with the very exact same theme in each movie i'm gonna uh, win her heart by love by dance kind of it's more <laughs> along the lines of like i want to dance oh snap someone to love they can dance with me uh like I'll be your dance partner yeah um and the first one like it kind of so the first one was more of a drama than a like actual dance movie which was the Channing Tatum one. Oh, yeah, uh, he was in these movies. I totally forgot about that. Yes, he was the very first main character of the Step Up franchise. Hey, just uh, think about this. The character, Channing Tatum's character in that movie, decided he's done with their little group, moved on to become a male stripper to Magic Mike. Yeah, I mean, well, Channing Tatum has always flaunted that he has been dancing like he is always a dancer no i'm saying the character himself was like i'm oh, gonna yeah. move to the city and he's like it didn't work out i'm now a male dancer i mean i would really hope <laughs> not because uh oh well i guess they did divorce because so chang tatum met his wife on step up there you go and then they were married for 10 years and then yeah but i was divorced. talking about the character not the actor no in the the character himself in Step Up, he's with her. And then in Step Up 2, they are together. They move away and start, I think, a dance school or something. Because it's all uh, about dance. Yeah. Um, well, again, like, 
Step Up is about Tyler Gage, who is into dancing on the streets, but makes fun of like professional dancing, like ballet and whatnot. Um, but the whole point is that dance is dance. It's an expression of yourself. Don't let stereotypes of dance get in the way. And so he shows that, hey, I can do ballet too. And then his girlfriend is like, hey, I can do street dancing too. So it's a blending together. And then the second one is the exact same. Nate, the you're, exact you're, same you're, not, thing. you're not really selling this franchise on me, bro. Oh, I'm not trying to. This is purely <laughs> my own thing. I do not. This is like musicals with you. I don't expect you to get into it at all. Um, Guys, the world, we can fix world hunger with dance. So, yeah, and then goes from Tyler to the next uh, girl. And then the next girl meets this guy named Moose. Bro, don't spoil the whole franchise, man. People want to watch it. Moose becomes the main character. And Moose in my opinion is like probably my favorite character of the entire franchise because he's it with him. It becomes very comedic. It, so it's blending, uh, comedy with the romance, with the dancing, with the drama. Like it's just knocking out all of my genre that I like. Just gotta get your head the game. I mean, I really do like the high school musical (laughs) movies. Anytime I hear a dance movie, I just think of that stupid movie. And you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is my number eight step up. Uh, step yeah. up. Okay. The step up franchise. <laughs> step up. What would your number eight be? All right, my my number eight is the complete opposite of step up, and that and there's a new movie coming out this year, and it is Indiana Jones. Okay. Um, yeah. Indiana Jones is fantastic. Oh, such a good series. This is my favorite uh, character that Harrison Ford plays. You could say, you know, everybody loves Han Solo. Indiana Jones is my favorite character. I don't love Han Solo. Everybody loves Han Solo. Shush. Mainly because if you tell him you love him, he just says, I know. Like, such a <laughs> and then fucking he, arrogant thing Then to he say gets really him. hard, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that, oh man, he... <laughs> We're not talking about Star Wars. <laughs> talking about Indiana Jones, who also is not the greatest at ro- uh, romance. <laughs> no, uh, considering <laughs> the woman, his baby mama was like, I think, 15 when he, when he ah, with her. Ah, it's no big deal. <laughs> Like that's that's not problematic at all. Nah, this is what weren't these set in like the fifties or something like that? I honestly don't know. I want to say like forties, but was it the forties? I know Nazis were in it, so I didn't know yeah. if this was like a, a like a Civil War style thing, or it's like oh Nazi party still around, kind of like a Marvel Civil thing. War. I meant I I don't know. I said Marvel. World War. <laughs> I said I was thinking Marvel, and the first movie that came to my mind was Civil War for some reason. Uh, so the first movie is set in 1936. Okay, so it is pr- like the end, the beginning of Nazis. I think the reason why I thought it was later is because isn't the new movie in the trailer supposed to be like the Nazis are still around and it's set in the 50s? I think so. Yeah, that's why I got it mixed up. But yeah, I love the Indiana Jones series. There's not a single one of them I don't like, even Crystal Skull. I think Crystal Skull's decent. I think it's the weakest. But it's decent. 
I know that me, you, and Ty have argued about our feelings of what the best and the worst Indiana Jones are. What would you rank them if you had to rank all the Indiana Jones movies? Uh, see if I remember them all. There is Raiders of the Lost Ark is first, then the Temple of Doom, then um, Last Crusade, and then Crystal Skull. Okay, so I would probably go with uh, Crystal Skull. It's one? No, I'm going from bottom to top. Oh, I was like, Jesus! (laughs) Same way we always do Okay, my bad, my bad. That's my fault. Uh, So, Crystal Skull. Then, oh, dang. Let's see here. Temple of Doom. Okay, okay. Lost Ark. Last Ark. Oh no! Wait, Raiders of oh, the Lost Ark. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Of uh, then, the Last Crusade. Yep. And I match up with that completely. My favorite is the Last Crusade. Then it would be Raiders of the Lost to, Ark. I think you, when we talked to Ty, he was pretty much the exact same. Today. No, Ty. Two mixed. Ty, uh, he says that he thinks Crystal Skull is better than um, oh, Temple, of Doom. Temple of Doom. He thinks Temple of Doom is the worst. I think I'm wishy-washy on that, because I think I said that too when we were talking last time. Uh, it's basically just how I'm feeling at the point. At one point. On one hand, because I think both of them are really good uh, like Indiana Jones movies, but there are things in them that I'm not a fan of. So... It just kind of depends on my mood on which one is better at the time y'all ask me. Yeah, I think they're all good though. Like even like I said, Crystal Skull wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Like I don't, I don't like the direction they went with aliens. But it makes sense after seeing what all the things Indiana Jones has dealt with. Yeah, uh, dealing with supernatural. Why not extraterrestrial? Yeah, and you know Shia LaDouche's character is not great. See, I liked Mutt. Uh, Mutt's so stupid. Like, I understood there, Mutt. There's a reason he's not going to be in the new movies. Well, yes, there is a reason. <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure it's the character Mutt's fault. <laughs> uh, But, like, personally, like, I, I understood Mutt. He was very frustrated that he has a father that he never knew and blamed his father but then finds out that it wasn't entirely his dad's fault because his dad never even knew he was alive. Yeah. And now the new one is the Dial of Destiny, and it's going to be all about his goddaughter. Yes, uh, Helena Shaw. Which is weird. <laughs> they could have made it like a, his like daughter, like a daughter he didn't know he had again. I like to think that they did this because Mutt is still in the universe. Like, he died. They're not retconning no, Crystal died. Skull. He d- they're just dead. being like, yeah, Mutt has decided not to follow in his father's footsteps. <laughs> Turned out Which, Mutt, Mutt was abducted by aliens. I could see Mutt being a bar owner like his mom was. And so, yeah. But yeah, that's my number, number eight. I love the Indiana Jones movies. You can fight me on... Liking him more than uh, Han Solo in the comments, if you like. 
feel like no one's gonna fight you on that. I uh, feel like I feel like Ty would fight me on that. Han Solo is a cool character. I think Ty likes Indiana Jones more than Han Solo. Oh, does he? I, I, I could have thought so. he didn't. Oh, uh, like Han Solo is a cool character, but he is kind of an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison Ford. All of his characters got of assholes. Yeah, no, that's very true. <laughs> um, they typecasted Harrison Ford as the cool asshole. All right, so let's move on. What's your number seven? My number seven is the Mission Impossible franchise. I knew this would be on here. I, again, I thought this would be much higher on your list. Yeah, so the reason is because uh, the other movies, now we're getting into terms of just the number of movies and how much I enjoy them. Mission Impossible, I really do enjoy uh, they are my James Bond films. I've never really been into James Bond that much, but Ethan Hunt, he was my spy. He like the more putting on disguises, using uh, little gadgets and teamwork rather than independent character. Uh, I mean, again, he's not the, he's not the best spy. The best spy out there is Inspector Gadget. Come on, man. Inspector Gadget's not a spy. <laughs> I know. He's a detective. Shut up. <laughs> uh, get your lore right. Uh, so now, Ethan Hunt, I really, like, I don't know, like the music I like. I like the action, the tensity. This is the uh, one that's like, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love this stupid little, like, this is your mission if you choose to accept it. And then... It explodes. This... <laughs> Yeah, this message will explode in like fifteen <laughs> seconds, and you have to, like, it's just it's so just, stupid. <laughs> it is very stupid, and I like they try they like they make it a serious thing, and I'm <laughs> so like dumb. Yeah, and that's kind of what I like about it. Like they try to make it such a serious thing that it just comes off as comedic to me, <laughs> and I'm like I can't help but see it as just a comedic take, even though it's not supposed to be a comedic take. Um. And then again, as it goes on, it has. I'm just a. I'm a fan of Tom Cruise, and again, I'm a fan of Jeremy Renner, and he gets introduced into the team, and uh, like I think three. I'm not sure. Uh, it might have been Ghost Protocol, but um, also Simon Peck is in this. Like he's like the techie guy on their yeah. team. So I've only I've only seen Ghost Protocol. It's the only one I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend watching the others. Maybe. Maybe one day. I'm just a fan of... Like the like I said, these are my action spy films. Uh, the other movies on my list, or the other franchise on my list, had more of an impact of overall like enjoyment of the world they're in. Whereas this one, I like the characters and I like the cast. Uh, the movies are actiony and that's about it um okay. everything else eh, it's our world basically just with yeah. spies that we know of so that is my number seven nice i expected to be higher but i understand all right that moves on to my number seven which sticking with the actiony theme is the franchise die hard okay die hard is the best christmas movie ever made nate so they say. <laughs> no, I just I love the whole franchise. There's not a single Die Hard movie I don't like. 
they're all really good. Would what you agree? We would agree at that, right? Like all the Die Hard movies are pretty no. good. No. Really? Well, like I would say they're all decent. Um, really? Oh no! Like some of them are really good. I really like uh, three. One. I like the first one. I like the third one. Though the third one I watched first, and I like it more. Makes sense. Um, Samuel Jackson, Die Hard with a Vengeance. That that is yeah. like, it seems like that's every, a lot of people's favorite movie. Well, out of again, series. it is like I'm a big fan of buddy buddy stuff, and this is the John McClane buddy buddy with Zeus, like sort of. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a love hate friendship, and by the end of the movie, they <laughs> both respect each other, and they're both like fucking man, we're bros, <laughs> like. Uh, so yeah, they, that was their buddy buddy film in that franchise. I did not like the last one with John McClane's son. I think I think that would be my least favorite as well. Yeah, it was like it had its moments, but the overall movie I just was not a fan of. If I had um, to, uh, if I had to rank these movies, I would say number one, Die Hard. The original Die Hard is my favorite. Die Hard with the Vengeance, the third one. That's my second favorite. Then my third favorite is actually the fourth one with Justin Long, where the with the hacking. Yeah. The hacker one. I really like that uh, movie. Oh, what was it? Live Free or Die Hard? Yeah. And then Die Hard Two with the airport scene, and then yeah. and then the last one, which you said is the one with the sun. Yeah. Good day to die hard. Yeah. Um. I think there's only so, five, right? There's only the five. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, I looked up. I'm looking at line, and there's oh, okay. It's not a. It's a comic book. Never mind. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Why is this popping up? The um, Justin anyway. Long one though is like super underrated. That movie's so freaking good. Yes. So the Justin Long one is their second attempt at a buddy buddy relationship between John McClane and another co-star. Um, it didn't. It didn't hit as well as it did with Samuel Jackson though. No, it did not. Uh, mainly because it like John McClane and Zeus were around the same age and had a begrudging respect for one another. Uh, Justin Long's character—I don't even remember his name. I don't uh, either. <laughs> I just always called Justin Long's character. <laughs> but they were more like okay, boomer and millennial. Uh, and like, and the fact that Justin Long's character the entire time was just trying to keep, like it, it ended up with the girl with his daughter. Like the whole thing was like, well, oh, not like so- the whole movie. No, but it, it, like it the last. Yeah, the last end of it was like, okay, I think I like this girl, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, which I'm like, I'm okay with that. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I don't think it would last. Ah, oh, um, come on, man! It's that's a loving marriage material relationship right there. Eh. No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it <yeah>. would last. <laughs> it felt more like, a, oh, my dad kind of doesn't like this guy. I might date him. And then he's like, this chick is hot. And the adrenaline's pumping in me right now due to all of the life and death I've just had. <laughs> she, I kind of want to be with this chick. Like, I feel like... Un, like as soon as that adrenaline to, dies down. <laughs> yeah, once all of the action calms down that would be the test of if their relationship would be okay. Turns out she's just like her father, and he's like, oh, his father pissed me off so much. (laughs) Well, not even that. Like, I feel like their relationship would be very much like John McClane and his wife's relationship because every time we see their relationship in these movies, 
they're it's not a like they're not doing good they're no every time they the try to get back together they're break. like oh we're divorcing again or yeah and the only reason they get back together is because some life or death situation has pumped them full of adrenaline and made them like oh man like okay really good partners to have we both complement each other the problem is you can't sustain a relationship on life and death situations yeah Right, we so, gotta, yeah. We, yeah, we gotta move on though. So yeah, the my number my number seven is Die Hard. I love this franchise. Obviously, we can't get any more Die Hards because of the whole Bruce Willis thing going on. Yeah, uh, they, unless, him, unless they him, move on to like his son or daughter or something. Or something. I don't want. Which, I think it, I think it should just be done. I think Die Hard should just be done. I wouldn't mind them doing like a series with his son, but not movies. No, we don't. I think we need to let it die. But that's just me. Yeah. So let's well, move on given to your the fact that, that don't let things die. Yeah. Let's move on to your number six. Alright, my number six is Transformers. Hey, that's my number six. Awesome. We can both cover Dude, it. Dude, that's so time. great. That's the fact that they're on the same number. That's so funny. That is. Uh I genuinely thought this would be higher on your list. Oh dude, I love this franchise, but the things above Transformers is just so much better. I I can understand that. Uh Why'd so, you pick Transformers? So I picked Transformers simply because I love Transformers. Uh, I like the cartoon. I like the comics. I love... I had their action figures when I was a kid. You know what's kind of um, funny is that I didn't have any of that stuff. My introduction... Same thing with Ninja Turtles. My introduction to Transformers was as an adult in 2007 when they made the movie. I mean... That's why I'm all in favor with them making movies of older content because it exactly. gets people interested in them. I didn't watch the um, cartoons as a kid. I wasn't interested in Transformers. Then Shia LaBeouf's yeah. like, okay, so I know Shia LaBeouf all his like douchey stuff that he's done throughout his whole career after Even Steven. Was Even Stevens was that his yes, show? Even yeah, Even Stevens was his. I didn't show. watch that show. I, Transformers came out right after I just watched the movie Holes, and mm-hmm. I loved the movie Holes. And I was like, dude, it's the guy from Holes and he's in a robot movie. How awesome is that? So I went and saw the movie and I fell in love with the movie. And then I fell in love with the franchise. And every movie ever since has been pretty awesome. So uh, I watched a few episodes of Even Stevens. I was not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of even or Shia LaBeouf's character in Even Stevens. Uh, but I did, like you, watch Holes and I was like okay he's really he's pretty good in this yeah he did Um, a good job in holes so i'm like oh this dude can act and then i watched transformers i'm like okay like sam wibbicky's not a bad character i like him he's a pretty decent character and then his character the way his character developed throughout the movies okay okay, he's still a decent character and then they're Uh, like oh that's the character died uh we're just gonna kill him off screen don't even worry about it yeah they don't (laughs) even like they just don't even flat out tell you that he's dead (laughs) they just allude like you're the last of the Witwicky bloodline. I'm like, wait a minute, that sh- means Sam's dead. Oh, shit. Uh, it it also, also didn't means his parents are dead. Which, yeah. Damn. They don't explain. That. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And it it doesn't help thought... that this. It doesn't help that this movie came out when I in 2007. So I was a sophomore in high school, with all the yeah. hormones going on, and they're like, this movie has explosions, killer robots. Super cool cars and Megan Fox, who was super hot back in the day. Hot chicks, super cool cars, explosions, everything a sophomore in high school would love. And I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I liked their transition into 
modern kind of vehicles and whatnot. So I have yeah. a question. What is your What's thoughts up? on so the first three movies, obviously mm-hmm. was Sam Wiki and I do I think it's ironic, I know because I know now because with Megan Fox they had a lot of like falling out with directors and stuff like that. And that's why she yes. wasn't in the third one. But it was interesting how they the first two movies are building up as like Sam and Megan Fox's character, don't even remember her name, they love each other. They are soulmates. Then the third one, they're like, oh yeah, she dumped me for another guy. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, them's the breaks, because it's like, realistically, a lot of high school relationships don't work out. Uh, that's what I like hearing. Well, I mean, it's just, that's the facts. Like, usually, especially nowadays, people are a lot more open-minded where uh, high school relationships, a lot of adults try to... Like, that's why they're worried about their kids getting hurt through relationships. Like, you say you love this. You don't really know. You're having so much hormones pumping through you at the moment. Yeah. You could be mistaking that for love. And it, and it's not always the, like, truth. You can find love in high school and whatnot. That has been proven. It's just a lot of the times it doesn't work out that way because people then go they graduate they go out into the world they meet new people they expand their knowledge and sadly they meet new people uh so i wasn't too shocked that they broke i was yeah. sad yeah because i did like them together i did but too. i could and it turned out his it. girlfriend his new girlfriend was pretty stupid to be honest <laughs> i didn't like her i didn't like the new girl in the third movie i didn't think she was too bad i thought she was great yeah i don't but also, we had two movies to develop one character, whereas the new one, we had one movie to develop an entire relationship with the with them. Like, so, my next question uh, is, I have a question. So, my next question is, how do you feel about... So, the first three movies were Sam Woodwicky and the Transformers stopping Megatron with the AllSpark and everything that happened with that. Then mm-hmm. it seems like it, they did, like, a switch after that trilogy ended... And they started doing like different like storylines with like the, the the knights, and then um, then they see like the past, of, like they've been the you know Transformers have been here since the dawn of time kind of thing. And now it seems Merlin's like age. yeah, and it seems like now the newer movies they did with Bumblebee, and it looks like they're doing with this new movie. It's set in a different time period. Like Bumblebee is set in the eighties, the new one's going to be set in the nineties. It's like. We're not going forward with the story. We're going backwards. How do you feel about that? I feel like they're just like that's what comics do. They're just they like they don't really stick to a coherent arc. Once they're done with the storyline that they're trying to do, they just go into another like oh, and this happened at this time. So what you're like saying that. is that they're running out of ideas and they're just trying to make money. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much everything. That's true. Uh. That is, we are, I am fine with regurgitating media, uh, simply because I enjoy, I'm a, I'm a person who likes to play games and grind stuff, so this is just my grinding through movies, uh, so I'm okay with it, I understand, but I also definitely understand people being, like, burnt out all the damn time, because, yeah, you want new things, you want not the same 
story being told, just different setting. So I've, I think there's what seven Transformers movies now, something like that. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's the first three, and then there's another three trilogy, and then there's the Bumblebee there movie. Six movies, and then the new one coming out, which would make seven. Now, does that include Bumblebee? Yes. Okay. There's Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction, The Last Night, Bumblebee, and then Rise of the Beasts. So, out of those uh, six, because we haven't seen the new one, what is your top three? Probably the original trilogy in that order. Oh, one, two, three? Yeah, because uh, not only are we seeing uh, Witwicky's like, arc and all that, we're also seeing the other Transformers arcs as well. And like, there's one, I forget which movie it is, because my mind kind of blends things together. Right. But one of them has like one of my favorite just badass Optimus Prime moments. Where it's the scene, I think he actually, uh, like they think he they, he dies, and he just destroys a Decepticon with his weapon. I want to see the second one when they use the AllSpark to, or not the AllSpark, the not the AllSpark, the the little spinner things, like the like oh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, yeah, I, they I, yeah, I, they I, use that and they like slap it into his chest and bring him back or something. Yeah, and then he's just, like, souped up. Uh, For me, I would say the first movie's the best. The second movie's the second best. And honestly, my number three is actually the night movie. Number four or five or whatever. I think it's five. The one where it's all about him um, <coughs> getting corrupt, Doctor's probably being corrupted and betraying his friends. This was at the time period when movies were doing the age of, like, like, corruption and betrayal because they did the same thing with transformers and fast and the furious and all that it's all yeah. the, like we're we're we're, we're betraying our family betrayal. yeah yeah i don't know i really like that i think a lot of it's because the whole theme is he's a knight now i don't know i just i really liked that movie yeah i can understand that um like i love medieval fantasy and whatnot oh, i love medieval fantasy. swords are always a yeah, Optimus probably got a giant medieval sword. That was so yeah. sick. And and, and Age was... of Extinction, I love the fact that he came riding in on a on a T Rex. That was so yeah. freaking cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. All right, so that's Transformers. We got to move on again. We're running low on time. Uh, all right. So that was my number six. That was your number six. Do you want me to say my number five? It's it. I'll I'll do my number five next. Uh, my number five is the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Oh, that is my number three. Hey, we can combine them again. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is fantastic. I this is pretty much the best role Jack Black has ever had, in my opinion. Uh, Jack Black. Did I say Jimmy Johnny Depp? I mix the name of the character and the actor together. I don't know why I said that. Uh, yes, Johnny Depp plays <laughs> the amazing character Jack, Jack Black. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, I mixed the two together. <laughs> I think Jack, and I'm like Jack Black, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's understandable. The new Mario movie just came out, so Jack Black is on everybody's mind. Right. So Jack Sparrow. I love Jack Sparrow's character. He these movies. Oh man, every movie is just so good. 
The only movie I don't really care for is number four, and that's Stranger's Tides. And it's because it has nothing to do with the main story. It was like yeah, I, a side little thing that they did. I can understand that. Uh, it is... So I like all of the movies, too. Uh, four and five are pretty equal. Five isn't that bad. Five was a continuation of William Turner, though. It was. Like, but you say it's not that bad, and I don't think it's bad. Well, I'm not uh, saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not like, the weakest. Not when... Mm, mm. I, again, I would say they're about tied for me. All right, so uh, what makes you love these movies? Oh, it, I mean, the whole aesthetic of them. Like, not only does it introduce us to amazing characters, it does great world building and just pulls you into the lore of being a pirate. Oh, yeah. It, like, it is fully engrossing of the audience for this movie. Would you agree that these are the best pirate movies? Like... Of all pirate theme movies, would this be the best one? Trying to think of other pirate theme movies. Uh, I mean, like, I can the think Goonies maybe... is technically a pirate movie, isn't it? Mm, <laughs> it has a pirate ship. What about like wrecked. Peter Pan? <laughs> Again, like it, they're the pirates of the enemies. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, like, I I love this whole theme of pirates, and Jack Sparrow is so funny. <laughs> The only other pirate movie I can actually think of is literally called a pirate movie, and it's a musical. Ugh. <laughs> There's other pirate movies out there. Come on. I know there are. I'm just like I'm blanking on them though. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So out of the six, is there six or is there five? I don't remember. There are five. Uh, All right. There was supposed to be a six with Margot Robbie. Oh, that's the place right. Of nobody wants uh, that. Johnny Depp, but I'm not sure if it's still going because I haven't seen anything. Nobody wants that to happen. I'd be okay with it. No, but I also. Now that Johnny Depp is cleared and all that, I would really like him to come back. I mean, the story kind of ended, didn't it? With the the last movie, they kind of mm. closed the book on all of that stuff. The whole William Turner and Elizabeth and all that. They that, they they closed the chapter on that whole thing, and then opened the chapter with Will's son. Oh yeah, and Barbosa's daughter. I forgot. I, I I haven't seen the the last movie. I haven't seen that in a while. I only saw it one time, and it was like in theaters. Like, we literally went from the era of Elizabeth and Will to the next generation of their son, meaning another legendary character's uh, child. Out of the five, which is your favorite movie? What, is it number one? Uh, I mean, I'm really, I really, like, right off the cuff, yes, uh... Because, like, it introduces all the characters that you fall in love with throughout the whole franchise. Um, it probably has, like, it introduces the insanity of Jack Sparrow's, like, luck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and how that's his superpower. <laughs> like, I truly feel like Jack Sparrow somehow got the reality stone. And so whatever he like does the world will rewrite itself to work um but 
I'm torn between the love of the first one and the third one where the wedding yes scene. like i love the wedding scene so, so much my favorite movie is number three at world's end that's that's my favorite of the pirates movies okay and it's not because of the wedding scene it's because the whole damn movie it's you know the craziness in the beginning, where it's like he's dead, and they have to go to basically save him from Davy Jones' locker, and he's like crazy, and he they like the, they he's like the crabs are going across the sand, <laughs> and it's like that all that happens, and then there's like it moves on to the whole thing with the Barbosa. Is it Barbosa? What's the name of the squid guy? Is that Bar- that's not Barbosa? That's Davy Jones. That's Davy Jones. Yeah. Uh, Barbosa is the right. pirate captain that becomes an admiral that becomes his friend. <laughs> yeah, becomes his enemy, becomes his friend. Uh... Yeah, so I love the whole the whole dynamic with Will and Davy Jones. I love that whole storyline. Out of all of the stories in the series, that's my favorite one. And it has a giant kraken. I love krakens, and the fact that the whole ending scene fight is like. <laughs> On, on a giant like tornado like drain in the middle of the ocean and they're like shooting each other from the side of the typhoon. I don't know. I just I love the whole movie. The movie and and it has the whole lore of um, the goddess trapped in the immortal body. Yeah. That's Wasn't such the a crack cool in the second movie though? No. Is it? Yes no. the crack the crack is, is it? the second movie because no. the third movie shows the Kraken dead. Is it? Oh, I, I blended the movies, man. Yeah, I know. I get. I I do that all the time. I understand. I just remember yeah. I loving the third movie because like the lore is really good. The whole, the whole dynamic between um, yeah. Davy Jones and the the goddess and how yeah, they're the, lovers and stuff. The second movie ends with the Kraken eating Jack Sparrow because Elizabeth locks him onto the ship. That's what it is. But the. But the the third movie has the scenes where they're fighting in the the, the ship yeah. battle, right? The whirlpool, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's scene. that's when the wedding takes place. Yeah, that I love that scene. I love that yeah. scene. That's one of the best scenes. I do like the fact that like when Jack Sparrow goes to Davy Jones's locker, it's just a barren wasteland with a ship on land with stone crabs. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The crabs are hilarious. But the thing I like the most about it is the multiple personality of Jack Sparrow. Like, he is his own crew. Because <laughs> yeah. in his head, only he deserves to be on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I love the third movie. I, I like them all. Even Stranger Tides, not the greatest, but I like them all. But the third movie think, just really stands out to me. Stranger Tides, I think, for me, the reason why... It isn't in like, like it's not one of the greats. Is simply because it did a romance dirty. Uh, the romance between the Christian and the mermaid, and then killed the Christian. <laughs> and I'm like, ah oh, man, that sucks. Uh, so that romance died, and then. The romance between Jack and Blackbeard's daughter, who I really liked her character because I mean it was Penelope Cruz, like, huh? Yeah, uh, like she was supposed to be the 
female Jack Sparrow style. Uh, even to the point where she's impersonating Jack Sparrow in one in one of the scenes. Um, I barely remember that movie, to be honest. I really liked the dynamic between her and Jack Sparrow because it felt like Jack Sparrow finally met his match or somewhere, someone close to his match uh, in just absurdity. And then it just, I mean, it was the poster for toxic familial relationships because while she loved her father, her father did not love her like at all. Uh, and it was just a really sad ending. Huh. I but agree. We got a happier ending in the next one. Dead men tell no tales. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, my number five, and you said somewhere in number three. Yes, that was my number three. So that moves you on to number four. Uh, that moves me to number five still. Because... Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so my number five is the Harry Potter franchise. That is my number three. Ha! That's what you get. Um, I feel like the rest of our list, besides maybe my number one, is going to just be all crossovers. <laughs> uh, my number two might not be yours on your list. Uh, well, so, let's, let's talk about Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Grew up reading the books. Loved the books. Grew up watching the movies. Loved the movies. Uh, Don't worry, Nate. If you like them so much, <laughs> we're getting another reboot. Yay! Yes, uh, not excited about that. <laughs> no, I like, don't feel like a lot of people are not excited about this. Yeah, I don't know why they're so, doing this. <laughs> so many other stories they could go with. No, we need explore. to reboot it. Have whole new characters of the stories we already know. But I say it's not even whole new characters. It's just whole new actors. Yeah, that's what I meant. Whole new that we already love. That's what I meant to say. Whole new actors. Um, for characters this, we already Harry belong. Potter, Harry Potter is definitely, like, the poster franchise for separating the art from the creator. Uh, because... What are you talking about, I, Nate? Is, is there something going on with, <laughs> with <yeah>. the creator? <laughs> uh, while I do love the franchise and I love, like, the lore, and yeah, there's a lot of stereotyping in the lore. Nah, man, um, there's no stereotyping in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> but that there is a lot of stereotyping in a lot of lore. Yeah, it while it may not be great, it is like eh. Um, but man, like I love. I always wanted to go to Hogwarts when I was. Of kid. course. Like, yeah, like every child who doesn't want to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> every child who grew up with Harry Potter. I feel like wanted to go to Hogwarts. Every person wanted to know what wand they would get, what house they'd belong to. Slytherin for uh, life. Ravenclaw for me. Boom. Um, but man, it it is such an amazing franchise that really, really <laughs> suffers <laughs> from its creator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like again. I'm basically just making a ton of my choices are friendship. I know. Uh, I can tell. <laughs> uh, Look I at the, the bromance friendship. between these guys. This is such a good series. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say the movies did not really like, – I feel like the movies did not do a great job of representing Harry and Ron's friendship and Hermione uh, because they gave a lot of uh, Ron's moments to Hermione and the – movies which just i mean 
makes Hermione a better character, but she was already a pretty great character in the book, so I'm not sure why they decided to do that. So I never um, read the books. The I books only were, I only watched the movies. The books were good. I, oh, man, there was some things they left out. I can't remember them all. Uh, well, you should like that the new reboot. I was told is supposed to be like more, like, uh, more accurate. Yeah, accurate. More accurate to the books. Okay, like, I mean, and and if, from what I understand is that it's going to be seven seasons. Each season is going to be based on a book. It's going to be like yeah. a certain amount of episodes. It's wanting to specifically actually tell be on that the book. tale. Yeah, instead um, of cramming the whole entire book into like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I mean, yay, but then again, I the movies were just so good. Um, so speaking of that, oh, go ahead. I'm one of the few who actually like the Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah, um, yeah you are one of the only people that like that. That's yeah, right. I know. <laughs> people let me know that on the regular whenever I whenever someone mentions Harry Potter, they're like, "Oh, no, nah, Nate's one of those weirdos that liked Fantastic Beasts." Like, the first Fantastic Beast is okay, and then it went woo downhill really fast. They're not great, but <laughs> I I enjoy these movies because they're expanding on lore and world building on things that i had questions about before when i watched and read the original mm-hmm. hair like the if it's is there like just one uh wizarding school no there's wizarding schools all across the world all that matters like, is hogwarts yeah i mean let's be honest we all want to go to hogwarts even if there is an american school America! Uh, <laughs> right uh but yeah so i just like the fact that there's just a secret wizarding world out there. So out of all the like all the Harry Potter movies, which one's your favorite? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you knew it was coming. You knew I was going to ask this question. I mean, let's see here. Which, what was the one? I'm going to say Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of probably. Secrets, number two. Yeah. That's a good uh, one. That is a really good movie. Mainly because it introduces the Sword of Gryffindor. Okay. Uh, I really like that sword. I like the way they presented it, how they introduced all that stuff. I liked the kind of uh, mystery in it, even though, I mean, in the books, I already knew pretty much everything that was going to happen. Because you're so Uh, smart. uh, No, I mean, because I read the books. I I cheated, basically. (laughs) Cheater. Uh, Yeah. Um, So I already knew, like what the mystery entailed but the movie did such a good job of giving off the feel of a mystery that i kind of got lost into it so i'm like oh wow like wait i already knew that why was i surprised like whoa uh so yeah i would go with chamber of secrets is my favorite one i would say my favorite one is actually the half-blood prince okay okay i really enjoyed the whole that was the point of the movie we're starting to get dark and it was starting to be like like, oh shit, we don't know what side Snape is on. That's and, when we hit serious tone. Yeah. I don't know. I just I like that movie a lot. I like the whole he he had the book of the half blood prince and he was figuring out all the secrets that nobody could figure out with all the potions and everything. Turns out it was Snape's book the whole time. I really like that. I don't know. Just, yeah. Snape is my favorite character. And it's an interesting favorite. Hey, you know what? Snape's my favorite character. Shut up. 
I'm just saying it's an interesting favorite. <laughs> Who's your I favorite character? I genuinely thought you would have said like Fred or George. <laughs> Fred or George. Who's your favorite character? Uh, so my favorite character is actually Neville. I was gonna say Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, well, I do like Harry Potter, but like while he just like the movies do not paint, he's basically Frodo. Uh, yeah. Like, he gets carried a lot in his movies. So. Okay. So, yeah. While I do like Harry Potter, it just... Eh, Could have been better. Cool. Should have been better. He was the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> He's the child who lived. Yeah. I mean, he only lived because of yet another help from someone, so... Yeah. <laughs> and only Voldemort knows why. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we need to move on. <laughs> so what is your number four, buddy? My number four is the Terminator franchise. Okay, I figured this would be on your list. Hell yeah. Terminator is awesome. Terminator 2, T, T2, pretty much one of the best movies of the 90s. Oh my god, I love that movie. Like, like, there's not a single Terminator movie that isn't good. There are some that aren't great. But there's some that are... They're all good. Like, I enjoy all of them. I would say yeah. the weakest one... Hmm. I'd say the weakest one is number three. Where it was the female. Yeah. And John I, was an adult. So, three and Salvation were my two. Oh, Salvation was great! The, yeah. Salvation was the one in the future, right? Where, where yes, it where... was like a half-human, half-Terminator guy. Yes. That movie's uh, great. How can you say it to that movie? Like, I liked the character. It's just the overall movie I wasn't impressed with. I think that's my third favorite Terminator movie. <laughs> hmm. Man, that movie's so good. I can't believe you, that you said that. Uh, I mean, it's, like you said, they're not, they're all at least decent. Uh, I wouldn't say it's horrible or bad. I would just say... Yeah, it's it's tied with three for me on being the weakest. So what makes you like the Terminator series? Um, well, I like the fact... First off, time travel. Uh, anybody who has listened to this podcast knows that I am a massive fan of time travel. And the premise of being able to change your fate, but the illusion... Or, or the illusion of being able to change your fate, but in actuality, it's just trapping you in a loop of go back in time, stop the Terminator from killing Connor, and then the machines, for some reason, coming up with the fallacy that if you go back in time and you stop uh, Connor from rising to power, then they would win. But in reality, all they're doing is prepping Connor for their arrival. Right. Uh, so it's... Like, most times you see computers being kind of like an infallible thinking process because they can account for many variables, whereas man can't, mankind can't. This franchise shows machines don't do that. Like, machines are almost human in this franchise because they fear the rise of man and then lead to their own creation of the very type of man that they're afraid of. Am I the only one who thinks that the, the, the way AI is going now 
Like, it's kind of scary. Like, what AI well, could become. Yeah. Obviously, you are not the only one. There is entire conspiracy theories of this uh, Bro, the, the, thing. When is Skynet coming? Because, like, AI is already doing some crazy stuff now, and we're in the infancy stage of AI. Personally, I'm not too afraid because uh, I'm no master of programming or AI or anything, but we do not have anything on the terms of a true artificial intelligence. Yeah. Nate, you better get, you better get your uh, tinfoil hat ready. Yeah, everything we have is an artificial intelligence that is fed information to, by us. Uh, it's not like them coming up with genuine ideas of their own. It's their processing information that we give them and they're coming up with the conclusions of what normally we would have because we're the ones feeding them the information. Yeah. I, if I had to rank all the Terminator movies, I think I would go T2, number one. Then I would go... Mm, I would go, honestly, mm, I think Terminator Salvation is my second favorite one. And then okay. Terminator... Dark Fate, which everybody shit all over. I love. I think that movie is so good. I think that's my third favorite one. Yeah. And then give it to the OG Terminator. And then Genesis, when that was when he became a liquid Terminator at the end. And then yeah. Rise of the Machines was number three, or the third movie would be the last one. No. Um, I would probably go Judgment Day, Dark Fate. Genesis. Oh, Dark Fate two, good, good, good. Uh, ter- the original Terminator and then Salvation and Rise of the Machines are tied for last. That's pretty much equal to mine. <laughs> mm, sort of. But yeah, that's why I picked Terminator. I think the whole franchise is awesome. The whole I love the story of it. The whole Rise of the Machines and all that time the travel stuff. Eternal hope that we can fight them off. Right. There's just so much. There's so much story there. Yeah. So that's my number f- four. Let's move on to whatever number you're on now. Uh, my number four is Star Wars. Oh, see, I specifically did not put Star Wars on my list because I feel like I can't. I'm not the like a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. Uh, I am a casual Star Wars fan. I used to be a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> until uh, Disney. <laughs> well, not until Disney, honestly. It was before Disney. Um, I probably... Uh, kind of fell off a bit before Disney, and then when Disney retconned a lot of my favorite stuff, oh, from the books and like, stuff, yeah, and I'm like, okay, I guess I am a casual fan now because all the info I know is obsolete. Um, and I just have not put in the effort to try to learn any of the new stuff, uh, other than like the new movies that have come out. See, for um, me, when it comes to Star Wars, I was a fan of the original trilogy. I was a big fan of the prequels. Like, I actually think the prequels are better. Sorta. I know that's very controversial. Like, it's hit or miss. Like, number five, Emperor Strikes Back is my favorite movie. And then four and six are good, but I grew up with the prequels. You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, when I was a kid, the prequels are coming out. So I really like the prequels a lot. I have a lot of nostalgia for the prequels. Then Disney came out. And I was like, okay, these are movies. And then Rise of the Skywalkers was so terrible. 
It literally killed the franchise for me. I have no interest in any upcoming Star Wars anything at all. The only thing I've seen since Rise of Skywalkers was I gave The Mandalorian a shot. I know all you fans out there are going to be like, what the hell? Mandalorian was so damn boring. I don't understand why everybody loves this show. That show is so boring. I watched season one of The Mandalorian, and I started falling asleep during episodes because they were so boring. Well, I haven't watched Mandalorian yet. I do plan to. Um, I think a lot of people have said that it like picks up later. Yeah, but I don't need to watch you know ten hours of a show for it to pick up. That's stupid. Yeah. Ah. And then, then the only thing after that I tried giving a shot was Obi Wan because they, you know, the Obi Wan show was Ian McGregor, who is my favorite Star Wars character from the prequels. And I, honestly, he's my favorite Star Wars character. Obi Wan Kenobi from the prequels is my very favorite Star Wars character, and they made a show about him. And I was like, okay, this will get me to go back to Star Wars, and I loved it. That was the first piece of Star Wars since 2019 that I actually liked. Yeah. I really liked Obi-Wan, too. It was a good show. But why did you put Star Wars on your list? Uh, again, world building. Um, and a bunch of characters that I enjoy. Uh, I have played numerous video games of theirs. I used to read their comics. I used to read the books. I will say Star Wars does have really good video games. Yeah, like, Star Wars just has an amazing lore around the uh, franchise. Um like the whole battle between Jedi and Sith, uh, the introduction of the Republic and the Empire, the uh, conflict between, or the like city underground really, between everything. Like you have whole city planets where everything looks like amazing. But then if you go deep enough, you'll start to see that, I mean, it's kind of a dystopian future kind of world because you'll still have homelessness and hung, uh, starvation because, I mean, it's a city-state, basically. It is insanity. And, but, and in the movies, there's a lot of controversy in the movies, you know? Lots of struggles with dealing with changes and stuff like that that the, the characters have to go through, like the fact that Jar Jar Binks becomes a Sith Lord. I mean, he... He never becomes a Sith. He's Lord, a Sith though, Lord, Nate. Nate, Nate. He's. We all know. <laughs> us true Star Wars fans, okay? I mean, your head cannon, <laughs> great, buddy. That's awesome. no. Us true Star uh, Wars fans know that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord, okay? But he has never officially become a Sith. He's a Sith Lord. Uh, I mean, look, I've, I, have seen numerous people give me proof as to why he would be a Sith, and he's, it does make sense. He's a Sith Lord, but it's not proven. And until it's proven, he's just a very, he's just a Jack Sparrow. You he's know that really Disney lucky. will, or George Lucas, will never allow this to happen. Like, they'll never mm-hmm. admit it. I feel like George Lucas did admit that he was planning on doing they it. They said they planned something big for Jar Jar, and then the backlash for Phantom Menace, which I don't get. Phantom Menace is a really good movie. Um, Why gone? Dude, Phantom... Okay, little side tangent. Phantom Menace does not deserve the hate it gets. Everybody shit all over Phantom Menace and, honestly, the prequels in general for years, 10, 15 years, until Disney decided to make their own. And everybody's like, you know what? The dude Disney movies are garbage. 
Maybe we were too harsh on the prequels. And I was like... something worse to be like... Yes! (laughs) And I was like, the thing I've been saying for years? Okay, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I was not a big fan of the sequel trilogy. Uh, Oh, it's so bad. I don't think it is downright god-awful like a lot of people are saying. Okay. There are aspects to it that i'm like and eh, not a fan of i i thought that basically a new hope 2.0 what was that the force awakens that wasn't that bad that was like okay these characters are decent it's literally the same movie as a new hope but it's it's okay and then last jedi was like we're gonna take that entire movie and we're gonna just turn it on its side and i'm like what are you doing with this story why are you changing all these things? And I'm like, okay, it wasn't that bad. Like, Unless Jedi wasn't that bad, to be honest. It, it's just the, the rise of the Skywalker sours the entire trilogy. Yeah. I I live like actively hate that movie. Yeah, see, I like I wasn't a massive fan of it, but I also like don't think it deserves all of the hatred that it gets. I will take Ewoks, Jar Jar. I will take Obi-Wan, or not Obi-Wan, Luke Skywalker being a complete and total utter douchebag, sipping on blue cow, like alien milk, over anything in that movie. I hate that movie, man. Yeah. Um, And then we've got, like, Rogue One and Solo. Oh, yeah, those movies are good. Okay, again, hot take here. I think Solo was really good. I think the Solo movie was better than any movie out of the Disney trilogy. Solo was awesome, and I wanted a second Solo movie, and they didn't make it. Everybody bitched about it, and they were like, cancel it. They're not even going to continue it. Yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, but yeah, that is, so that is my number four. Number four? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, like I said, casual so Star Wars fan. number two? Number two. And I know it's going to be on your list. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. That is my number one. Hey, I had a feeling it'd be a number one, honestly. Yeah, purely out of sheer numbers, honestly. Are you surprised it's not my number one? Mm, a little, but I'm. I, I'm I feel like when you hear, number. yeah, you, when I hear you hear my number one, you're gonna be like, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been being built since 2008. Um. Since Iron Man. And I've been continuing with it ever since, and I love everything about the MCU. There's been a couple stinkers here recently, but for the most part, there's not really that many bad Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like MCU movies, yeah. I should say. There's been a lo- there's been a couple like slow movies that they've done, uh, and I there are a few of them where I'm like I'm not a massive fan of them, but like with the MCU. It is all one giant story. So it's basically like, okay, that is a slow movie, but it continues on to another movie that I really do like. So without it, like, I wouldn't have that other movie. Right. Which is the reason why it's my number one is because it's just one giant story told over the length of 32 movies. Including with, like, time travel and alternate timelines and (laughs) alternate dimensions and stuff. (laughs) with... Like, Marvel and DC stuff, when you go into, like, one story, you have to make a, uh, you have to understand that 
alternate timelines, alternate realities and all that, that is all a part of the one story. It's just one giant tapestry weaved out of many threads. So with the MCU, obviously there is, I have it list, there's 32 movies of yes. the MCU. Yes. Give me your top three. What are the three best MCU movies? Oh, man. Okay. Um, probably. All right. So, Quantumanium. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that your number one? Is, no, again. Oh, we do backwards. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, Quantumanium is three. Wow, dude. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I really like that movie as well. I thought that was a really good movie. The internet completely disagrees with you, Nate. Yeah. The, the internet um, really does not like that movie. No, I, I understand. Uh, I thought it was really fine. good. I think I Everybody gave it a. I think I gave it a. To their opinion. I think I gave it a four and a half out of five. Yeah. So I will say another problem. I may change this like tomorrow, simply because. <laughs> well, we I'll did just see. Remember. We did just see Guardians three. So you like that could like alternate the list as well, adding new movies in. Yeah. Um. There are. 32 of these movies so i may remember something about one of the other movies and be like oh yeah i really like that one too and then mess that up so so quantum manium uh, number three yeah quantum manium number three uh just because it's so fresh in my mind i guess guardians got or volume three is number two guardians three is your favorite guardians yeah Oh, dude, Guardians Hands 1. Down. Guardians 1 is the best Guardians, in my opinion. Guardians 1 is my second favorite. Uh, simply be like, the emotional tone that 3 had is what I love about it so much. I put Guardians 3, and then I put Spider-Man Home... This is not in my list. This is way down the list. I have Guardians 3 at 11, and then I put Spider-Man Homecoming, and then Guardians 2 at 13, because they're so close together. I thought Guardians 2 and 3 were pretty close. Yeah. And so then, what what would you say is your number one? Number one would be the last Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah. That is my number one. If I had to pick, pick an order, so number one is Spider-Man No Way Home because Spider-Man's my favorite comic book character of all time. And you got all the Spider-Mans together. Two, mm -hmm. three, and four are like tied. <laughs> so I have Avengers Endgame. Captain America and the Winter Soldier and the OG Iron Man. They're, all three of those movies are just so close together. It's really hard to decide uh, what order they'd be in. Okay. But yeah, I love... I love... Man, the MCU is so good. You can say what you want about like people saying, Oh, the downfall of the MCU is becoming too much content. Too blah, 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 blah. The TV shows are too much. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, give me all the MCU. I'm here for it all. Yeah, if we count, like, the TV shows and stuff, then my order would probably change. Yeah, but this is a top ten movie series, so this yeah. would be the movies. But yeah. All right, so that yeah, is my... Num man, that was your number two? Number two! Oh, you're going to be, like, so disappointed with my number one. <laughs> All right, so I guess that leads me to my number two. I was going to ask uh, if you had any more. I couldn't remember. Yes, I had number two and number one. Now I just have number two. Uh, so my number two is the Lethal Weapon franchise. That's a good franchise. That was almost an honorable mention. Uh, this is purely a action and buddy situation. I love the relationship between 
Roger Murtaugh. Murtaugh. And... Is it Murtaugh? I always thought it was Murtaugh. There's no G. Okay. I could have sworn there was yep. a G-H. Murtaugh. I gotta look that up now. Anyways, why else do you like this franchise? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the friendship between Roger Murtaugh, there is a G. M-U-R-T-A-U-G-H. Uh, and Murtaugh. Martin Riggs. Uh, the ultimate buddy-buddy. Yeah, like the ultimate buddy cop friendship. Uh, they are like the chemistry between the two are an amazing bro, like awesomeness. Um, the fact that you see their friendship evolve over the franchise, like it starts from Martin being suicidal and just wanting to just stop like he the only reason he goes is because he can't pull the trigger because he knows his wife his former wife would not want him to do that and then roger helping him by introducing him to a family and showing him that there are people out there who would care for him if he just lets them in um and and number four is chris rock yes it does (laughs) Uh, increasing the family that would care for him uh, which is actually one of the reasons why I love the franchise is because each movie introduces another character to be included in the family of the Murtaugh and Riggs clan of just support system. Um, and it, man, it just, it is, again, an action franchise, but it has a lot of feels in that regard. Yeah. So I can see why it's is... number two. Uh, your number two. It's. I didn't yeah. expect it to be number two. I kind of forgot about that franchise, but it, it's is... definitely good. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite like Mel Gibson things that he's done. So, yeah, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. What is your number one? All right. So you know how you said I said the MCU is my number two, and mm-hmm. I love every, I love Marvel, and I love all that. And mm-hmm. but the fact is that we've stated there's a couple stinkers here and there, right? There's a mm-hmm. couple of movies that like overall it's really good, but there's a couple that aren't the greatest. Yeah. My number one does not have a single movie that I don't love. I have seen all five or no six. I've seen all six movies at least twice, except for the last one because it just came out, and that is. The Scream franchise. Okay. I just yeah, I, got into Scream because of our buddy. Forget yeah. The horror franchises. I recently got into Scream because of our buddy Ty. He mm-hmm. he was doing it for one of his, something he was doing, and he said, "Racing, you gotta watch this show or this movie." So I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot." Fell in love immediately. I freaking love this franchise now. I've seen every Scream movie except the new one twice. I've gone through them twice. Within six months, <laughs> I've rewatched them all within six months. Um, okay, I love I do. It's like adult Scooby Doo. It's I I love trying to figure out who the killers are. It's action packed, suspenseful. It's comedy. It's like who done it. It's got everything I love wrapped into a nice little bow of Scream. And Ghostface, I love the look of him. He's a menacing character, but he's also not like over the top menacing like some of like, 
like like the Saw movies or you know some of the other franchises where it's like the horror movies are just over the top, bloody, crazy, gory, and blah blah blah. The screaming also helps that uh, Ghostface is not an immortal. It's literally yeah, it's, and it's a person. new person every time, which I absolutely love that concept. Like, you got Jason, who's, like, supposed to be, like, oh, I'm an immortal character, comes keep me, on me back, blah, 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 blah. Freddy, who's an immortal character, keeps coming back. The scream is, like, you when you go into the movie, you're knowing this is a new character. Like, you yeah. you get to reset the whole, okay, who who is the new killer? What are their motives, and why would they want to do this? Let's try to this piece this together. Not a supernatural occurrence this is just reality trying to scare the living daylights out of and that's what i love about it because like it gives you that feeling of like you know this could actually happen i don't it 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 could i don't see it happening but like it could all serial killers out there being like dang sure it could (laughs) wait till i get my halloween mask but no the fact that it 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 is set in our world it is just psychopaths trying to kill people and it's always like who are obsessed with a with sydney presti yeah they're like they're either obsessed with the like the horror franchise as a whole and that's another thing the movies make fun of themselves it's whole it's so meta every movie they have some part of the movie where it's like scream is like if you want to survive a horror movie these are the, the guidelines you have to be scream 2 if you want well the killers come back you want to survive a sequel like okay three of you this is like the third time a killer's come after us it's like a trilogy like okay we get the joke guys <laughs> and they just keep like making the joke in every movie yeah and even the newest one that we saw together in theaters nate they're like it's be- at this point ghostface has come back so many times it's like a franchise <laughs> i'm like come on guys <laughs> i mean yeah i mean they're not wrong though <laughs> But yeah, I I love these movies. Every single movie. Of course, there's movies like some are better than others. But every movie, I've given it at least a four out of five. I love these movies. I think I think three and a half is the lowest I gave it. Okay. And I just I love these movies. I recommend yeah. them to anybody who wants the, to dip their toe in horror movies. The only thing keeping me from like actually. Like, like loving these movies as much as you because the ones i have watched they're enjoyable i do enjoy them it's just like you said they are parroting themselves they like they set rules and everything and then they break like the most obvious rule <laughs> once they've crossed the threshold because once you've decided you know what it's either us or them we need they need to die if we're going to survive then carry through with it um no because then the you- movie doesn't happen once you have Ghostface on the ground, don't run. Curb stomp their face into paste. Uh, <laughs> but no, every time they're like, we need to kill them to survive. I'm going to knock him out onto the ground with this giant machine. They're down. I'm going to run away. Like, nope, you didn't. You didn't finish the job. You have left yourself open to die yet again. Nate, then the so, movie yeah. doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I understand. It's just if in the first yeah, scene they knock Ghostface into a, like a bookshelf and he's out cold, and then they just like boom right in the head. The movie's only twenty minutes long. Then great, 
<laughs> news, you've got a series of short films. No. But yeah, that's my number one. Um, so yeah, that's that's our favorite movie franchises. Movie series, I should say. Uh, so I waited to put add these honorable mentions in case they were on your list. Gotta make they them quick, not. dude. Uh, number one, The Matrix. Okay. And then number two, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was going to be on my list, but... I know. Lord of the Rings is a trilogy. The Hobbit is a trilogy. They are not... But they are continuing storylines. No, we're not getting into this argument, Nate. I even We're not. Even commenters agreed with me, okay? We have commenters. I'm just... We have comments on Lord of the Rings on this one. No, but... I, I talk to people. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Our buddy Ty, I think, agrees with me. The Hobbit is a part of the Lord of the Rings franchise. Thus, it is included in this. This is an honorable mention. But we actually do have comments on our Facebook page. We can check out at Lima Wolf Podcast on Facebook. Uh, okay. We got a few, actually. I posted, you know, comment below your favorite movie series. And we have one from Caitlin who says, Harry Potter, The Avengers... I guess that's just MCU. Jurassic Park and Twilight. Jurassic Park and Jurassic World are just a continuation, Nate. Yeah. Right? No, they're, uh, you are correct, yeah. <laughs> I'm not and, seeing an issue with it. And then um, James, he commented, Rocky. The Rocky, except for Rocky Five. I guess he doesn't like Rocky Five. Okay. And then... The Creed movies. Yeah. And then James commented a second one, Spider-Man, which I had to comment back, and I'm like, would this count? I want your opinion. I said, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man are technically two separate things. Not anymore, my friend. And then he says, if you separate them by actor, yes, but I'm considering the franchise and movies themselves. So I guess because of No Way Home... Or far from they home. They are Whatever. now part of the MCU multiverse. Yeah, so I guess they technically count. Yep, I would count them. Then Sandy commented Star Wars, so just yeah, we already talked about that. And then uh, Tammy commented Star Trek, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and the Police Academy, to name a few. I'm genuinely surprised that wasn't on your list. The Police Academy suffers from the same reason why mcu isn't my number one and that is the fact that they are good movies but after a while some of them fall fall down as like they're just okay movies yeah i just figured it to be on like at least an honorable mention for you yeah i figured we had 10 i didn't need a bunch of honorable mentions yeah well that's it that's all i got um anything else you'd like to add nate Nope, that's it for me. All right, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, check out our social medias on I got podcast or I got a podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, got Twitter, got a Facebook page. Check that all out in the links below. We'll see you guys on the next episode. See you later.